Touchdown. Al, I've got to tell you, in a pressure situation, I don't know if I have ever seen anybody be better than Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. They had no choice. At the top, it's that way. Chase makes the grab and picks up a lot more yardage. So Ramsey try, trying to jump it. Put pressure on. That pass is caught. He'll get a rebound. Instead on the ground and close. Uh, this is interesting to see your daily sports podcast, news, narratives, takes, and gambling. The Los Angeles Rams win Super Bowl Libby. And Al Michaels with a terrible call there. Just not great. I have heard better calls from Al Michaels. He had a great game. And I don't know if he didn't know that the game was over with like 40 seconds left in one timeout. But Aaron Donald makes the play of the game. Cooper Cup wins the Super Bowl MVP because on the go-ahead touchdown drive, as you heard there in the open, it was the Cooper Cup drive. He had the end around to com- to convert the fourth down in their own territory. He completed four first downs and one touchdown on that drive, which was unbelievable. Matthew Stafford gets another fourth quarter comeback. It is his third in a row of these playoffs, sort of. Uh, the Bucks game was tied, if you recall. So late in the fourth quarter, really clutch, and then Aaron Donald... Two plays in a row. First play, one, try to get a yard with Samaj P. Ryan. They run at Aaron Donald with their backup running back. Brilliant. And then Joe Burrow, uh, and this is, he got sacked. He had no sacks in the first half. I think he finished the game with seven, eight, or nine. I forget. That wasn't technically a sack. It was an incomplete pass. But, man, this is the, this is the first game where you're like, well, probably could have used a better offensive lineman in the draft. That's how it goes. Uh, you can't have everything, not at least right away. The Rams put together a Super Bowl team, and they win the Super Bowl, Aaron Donald, Von Miller. This is like, there are Hall of Famers on this Rams team. There are for sure two walk-in Hall of Famers, Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Jalen Ramsey had his worst game as a pro, statistically. And he got roasted. The T. Higgins thing was a penalty, but he also just got absolutely cooked by Jamar Chase in that last drive. What a move to get about 15 yards and get up out of bounds. Love to see that. We're going to do just Super Bowl today, maybe some Olympic stuff at the end. Super Bowl narratives and facts are going to continue to come out. But before we do Super Bowl, let's get to some National Football League news. Here's Adam Schefter. Schefter is reporting, quote, Packers are prepared to go all in for Aaron Rodgers in 22. They're going to spend close to the cap this year and are spending into the future years as much as possible, per sources. Uh, yeah, who saw that coming? Back-to-back MVPs for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, on Thursday night, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. Andrew Whitworth won the NFL's Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which was incredible. And he deserved it. Not a lot of more deserving guys than Andrew Whitworth for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. He's 40. Did you hear that? He is 40, and he was playing professional football in the Super Bowl at a very high level at left tackle. Is it more impressive than what Brady did? Yes, it is. It just, it is. So he's got this story. We'll play the story in its entirety. I'm sure that uh, if you haven't heard it yet, it is a thing that happened between him and Detroit Lions middle linebacker Derek Barnes. It's been all over the internet. I suspect you have heard it. I suspect the NFL is going to copyright this. 
particular podcast now because of this. So let's take a listen. There he is, Big Wit, accepting the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year. run up to me as soon as the final horn went off. One player from the Lions run up to me as soon as the final horn went off. And I saw him sprinting over, and I didn't know what was going on. Like we'd known each other forever. I couldn't place him. It made me so nervous. Had I actually played long enough that like a coach's son or player's son is playing against me? He stopped that. He said, hey, man, you're not going to remember me. I'm Derek Barnes. You spent time with me when you were a young player in Cincinnati at the Boys and Girls Club. And it meant the world to me. You used to sit with me and talk to me about life. And I was just a little kid. I want you to know how much it meant to me. I said, man. He goes, you know what? The main thing I want to say, Whit, I made it. I made it to the NFL, Big Whit. Wow. Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, of course, handed out to the player who most uh, exemplifies the NFL on the field and off the field. Most teams will nominate a guy that does the best off the field stuff, but they do uh, weigh on the field success. Former uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winners include J.J. Watt, Drew Brees, Larry Fitzgerald, Eli Manning, and Matt Ryan. And now uh, Andrew Whitworth, who had been all year implying that he would be retiring from professional football after this game, regardless of if the Rams won the Super Bowl, which makes a ton of sense. Um, Here we got Adam Schefter, uh, Andrew Whitworth, Aaron Donald, and Eric Weddle have all implied that they could be retiring. And that would be a bummer for Rams fans. If If Aaron Donald goes out on top, I can't blame him. He just played the best. He's the best football player I've ever seen. And I congratulate to Tom Brady or whatever, but Aaron Donald is just... What an impressive human being that he exists. Other uh, NFL award winners, I thought that Aaron Donald got snubbed a little bit for Defensive Player of the Year, not in terms of not winning it, but in terms of not getting that many votes. Micah Parsons got more votes than Aaron Donald, but the winner for Defensive Player of the Year was T.J. Watt. Offensive Player of the Year was Cooper Cup, who had probably the best uh, year for a wide receiver of all time, including winning the Super Bowl MVP. I told you people that they're not going to give Matthew Stafford credit. I told you. He threw two interceptions. Neither One was an arm punt that, I mean, threw it into the end zone on third and 14th, way out of... uh, Field goal range was basically a punt, and then the one that Ben Skoranek should have caught and would have been a catch and probably a first down if it had been Odell Beckham and not Ben Skoranek. But I told you they weren't going to give Stafford credit. I told you people. Cooper Cup wins Offensive Player of the Year and Super Bowl MVP, has the best wide receiver year of all time. He wins the Triple Crown, which never happens. Uh, unbelievable from Cooper Cup. The Coach of the Year was Mike Vrabel for getting the Titans to the... Uh, to the number one seed in the first uh, playoff game lost to the Bengals. He was an awful coach in that game where he handed the ball to Derrick Henry, who was very clearly still hurt, which that's how that's how it goes. Offensive Rookie of the Year was Jamar Chase. He had a great season, unbelievable season. Him and Joe Burrow are clearly so connected, and they, they played really well in, in this game. It was very evident how good Jamar Chase is. Defensive Rookie of the Year was Micah Parsons, who got votes for Defensive Player of the year and the NFL comeback player of the year, which often is someone, the player who plays the best coming back from injury about 50% of the way through the year, 80% of the way through the year, like all the way through the home stretch it was Dak Prescott's award to lose. And then everyone's like, Hey, Joe Burrow's got the Bengals winning the division. He tore his ACL. So Joe Burrow wins, wins that all of that stuff used to be announced on Saturday nights. It has since been moved to Thursday nights. All right, back to some Super Bowl stuff. Oh, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. Yeah, four-time MVP. I think only Manning has ever done that, which is, I could be wrong, but uh, regardless, it doesn't really matter. It's unbelievable accomplishment from Aaron Rodgers, and it makes 
people think that he wants to stick around, which I don't know, like, I don't know why you wouldn't. Cool things that happened after the game. We had a couple babies close to being born, including Van Jefferson's partner and Odell Beckham's partner. Odell Beckham, of course, tearing his ACL, it appears in this game, which it's part of a feel-good story. Now I'm just rattling off narratives. Um, completely changed the game. My take was that if OBJ doesn't get hurt, this game is not close. But he does get hurt, and they, the Rams have to replace Odell Beckham Jr. with someone called Ben Skoranek, who, man, Ben Skoranek being in the NFL next year would be a great comeback story because... He had two drops in the playoffs that are fireable. So I, I think he'll get cut. Um, can't do that. He's the reason Stafford had that pick and he gave the Rams points. Yeah, he had. He is not very good. He sucks a lot. Yeah, bad, bad, bad player. So they replace Odo Beckham Jr. with Ben Skoranek. Skoranek leads to the uh, interception. I thought in my lifetime, this is one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. There were a missed call against the Bengals or for the Bengals that led to a T Higgins touchdown. Then there was a little bit of a, it was a, it was a foul. It was a little ticky tack on Logan Wilson, who had played, he, my opinion, was the best player on the field for the Bengals. Yeah, Logan Wilson was the best player on the field for the Bengals. Yeah, but he got called for holding. It was a hold. It was clearly a hold. It was just a little ticky tack for things they had let go. So the Bengals got a break. They got screwed. It all evens out. The refs, I thought, did a great job. Get to the Super Bowl halftime show, which was the greatest halftime show of my lifetime. One possible exception, I think Beyonce was good. But I think that everyone will say the Prince halftime show was great. It was in that rainstorm in Miami, and Prince singing Purple Rain at the Super Bowl halftime show in Miami in the rain. That was epic. But this uh, this was Dr. Dre's halftime show. All of the people that he helped to bring up, including Snoop D-O-double-G, uh, Kendrick, who's kind of like the next up-and-comer. Kendrick was a great rapper. And then, of course, Eminem playing Lose Yourself is just um, an unbelievable moment. They did play California to Love. There was no hologram because that shit's been done to death, which I appreciate. We'll do some uh, commercials. Best commercial for me, if you don't watch The Sopranos, it was The Sopranos one. Unreal. I'll bring it up. Screw it. Chevy. I'm going to get... I'm getting copyrighted for this. So we'll skip ahead. It's Meadow Soprano in an all-electric Chevy. Because they did the, the Sopranos commercial where they're driving through the Jersey Turnpike through the gross parts of North Jersey. Man. What a great, what a great uh, opening thing. And there's, there's, I forget the kid's name. The, the son's name? The, the son Soprano? I love that. Um... What a great commercial. I did have an observation. Uh, a lot of people like the QR code that bounced around like the Microsoft screensaver. That was a good one. Every single commercial and the halftime show were playing on millennial nostalgia. Like we saw the Dr. Evil thing for GM. Here's the Sopranos open. The Metaverse one was like basically a, a play on Chuck E. Cheese and Toy Story 3. The Super Bowl halftime show were people who hit their their peak between 95 and 2005 with except, except for Eminem who had his peak probably in 2010, depending on how woke you are, and, and Kendrick Lamar, of course. But it was all millennial nostalgia, which I, I mean, as a millennial, I loved it. I think that um, there were some bad commercials, there were some good commercials, which in a weird way, you want both in the Super Bowl, you want to have them both. But the Sopranos entrance song was by far my favorite. I love that one. The QR code was interesting. It reminds you of like the episode of The Office and a bunch of other stuff. Like For me, it was the Microsoft screensaver, the DVD logo bouncing in the corners, and, and they wanted you to scan it for Bitcoin. Metaverse is creepy. The Lord of the Rings trailer was sweet. I'm really interested in Lord of the Rings. But again, that's kind of like nostalgia because the people who were uh, young when the books came out, those people are probably in their 60s, 70s, 80s now. 
but I was 11 when Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring came out. So let's do the origin story on Amazon Prime. A lot of, lot of millennial nostalgia in this particular Super Bowl, which you love to see after the game. One of the greatest tropes and cliches in all of sports. We have Taylor Rapp, a safety for the Los Angeles Rams, who's, if you look at the way the Rams are built, stars and scrubs, Rapp is one of the two or three guys that's like right in the middle. He's not a scrub, but he's certainly not an all-star. He takes advantage of the moment to get the most important answer to a question in your life. There he is, dropping on one knee. What a guy. What a guy. All his, all his teammates are back there. Very supportive. Yeah, love it. Good for you, Taylor. Everyone gets a ring in this family. You love to see that. Uh, Taylor Rapp played his ass off. I thought the best players on the field for both teams were clearly defensive. you got to give the Super Bowl MVP to an offensive player. The best player on the field was Aaron Donald. The best player on the field for the Bengals was Logan Wilson. Good for him. The, the Bengals got Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, and Logan Wilson in the same draft. Well, not bad. All right, let's wrap up the show. We're going to do a bunch of other stuff. Um, we'll break down more parts of the game. We'll look into the offseason. We'll look at the way that the Rams were built. NBA, NHL, of course, coming up. Um, more narratives are going to come out from this, including ratings. I suspect this will be the most watched Super Bowl since the invention of the Internet. Because people, the Super Bowl has been slowly losing viewership because of the Internet. and People have options and whatever. I suspect very strongly this will be the most watched Super Bowl of all time, other than like... Kennedy versus Nixon debates and stuff like since people had choices I bet this one would be the most watched one ever it was a great game it was the best overall Super Bowl experience in my life the game was great the narratives were great there were stars everywhere the stars played their asses off the refs were out they were nowhere I can only really complain a little bit and even even then the refs it, it all evened out there was no big controversy there were plays the commercials there were good ones there were bad ones the Super Bowl the halftime show was top two at least probably the best one of all time for for my generation Best Super Bowl experience uh, of my life, no, no doubt about it, in terms of the game. Okay. Oh, yeah, and by the way, I lost every single bet. That's never happened to me before. I will not be qu- taking questions at this time, although there will be a press conference and an apology coming today at noon. I'm joking. There won't be a press conference, but I did lose every single bet. Let's go to the Olympics, uh, Olympic medal update. Let's see if this view will do it. Not quite. That's annoying. What about this view? No. I didn't prepare for this, the Olympic medal update. I thought that maybe for the YouTubers, that'll be fine. Norway, uh, yeah, they're whipping everyone's ass, and they should. They're the best at this. I, I don't understand. I mean, I know that we have other countries host, but it's sort of like the way that the Super Bowl, if you're, or if you're in any business, every four years, conferences will go to the same city. Like, yeah, Chicago, you can do it. And Seattle, we can host a conference in Seattle, but every other year we need to go to New Orleans. I don't, the Olympics should be in Norway every other time. Norway has 21 total medals. That's three more than Rock, which is the cheaters from Russia. Um, they lead all countries with nine golds. They lead all countries in total medals with 21. In golds, Germany has eight. The USA have seven. Sweden has five. And Rock, cheaters from Russia, has four. Uh, Germany with 14 total medals. USA with 15 total medals. And Russia with 18 total medals. Let's scroll all the way down. We'll see the countries that just have one. Uh, The following countries just have one, and it's a gold medal. That is New Zealand and Slovakia. Good for New Zealand. I don't know what that's in. We'll look into the the, uh, medals as they... Man, uh, Finland, one gold, one silver, and two bronze. You guys could get your heads out of your asses. That's a great winter sports country. Japan's got a couple of golds. It was scrolling up and scrolling down right there. But uh, Germany, always sneaky. People forget about Germany in the Winter Olympics. They really do. There they are right there. They, I think they won the Olympics when it was in America, or it was close back in Salt Lake City. I could be wrong, but I think that they were uh, 
I think that they were right there. Um, other big news from the Olympics. This is great. Everybody loves to see this. The Russian figure skater that tested positive is going to be allowed to continue to compete. Uh, that makes sense. The Olympics don't know what to do, and Russia just runs everything, I suppose. It's because we don't care as much. It was Super Sunday when this, ha- this news came out. So, But if you're looking on YouTube, you'll see Russian figure skater Camilla Valieva is cleared to compete in the Olympics, but the medal ceremony will be canceled if she wins. Okay. That way, the Chinese won't be so mad that they kill her. Joking, kind of. It's all jokes, folks. I would never... <laughs> I would never suggest that. Dick Butkus was the actual winner of the Super Bowl. For those of you that watch the Super Bowl halftime show, the surprise appearance by 50 Cent, and everyone's like, man, 50 Cent, you got fat. Dick Butkus, he tweeted the following. What a guy. 50 Cent looks like he was hit by inflation. Oh, got him. Oh, Dick, you're the best. Hashtag rig was trending in uh, Cincinnati, which you love to see. It wasn't rigged. No one made you not address your offensive line. Don't know, uh, don't know what else to tell you. Is that everything that I have? Oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to get out of here on. <laughs> I knew that there was more. Odell Beckham Jr. It, for the Super Bowl wore cleats with 1,500 diamonds on them. They cost $200,000. Well, he was the best player uh, on the field until he got hurt, and he is a Super Bowl champion now. That's going to do it for this episode. We'll be back in better than ever tomorrow. Like, rate, review, subscribe. We're going to get into some cool stuff, including uh, breaking down more Super Bowl narratives. I'm also going to do podcast awards because I listen to every NFL podcast, and I know no one cares what I think about other people's podcasts, but I'm going to give awards. Since the NFL season is now over, draft season is is just around the corner. This shit never ends, man. It never ends.